The Feels, a podcast presented by Candice Riley. This is the podcast to catch those feelings and talk about mental and physical well-being. In this podcast, your host and MVP, Candice Riley, will bring you motivation, news and discussion about wellness. In the future, each fortnight, I will have a guest to discuss a topic around wellness and answer your questions sent in by email, Instagram and Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Candice Riley, spelled K-A-N-N-D-I-S-S-R-I-L-E-Y, and share this podcast with a friend to give them a little motivation for their day. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks for asking. It's your girl Candice Riley back on a Wednesday, so don't feel so humpalicious because I'm here to bring you motivation, news and jibber-jabber about something wellness related. Are you ready? I hear your nods, I can hear it through the stratosphere. So let's get going. What is it that we're talking about today? Well, I've been doing a little bit of research about national holidays, so we're going to talk about that. I've got a wellness tip for you. Great suggestion for one of our listeners, so I'm going to be providing you with that. And then we've got some hard-hitting facts, and we're going to talk about it, and then I'm going to leave you with some motivation. Today's wellness tip is... There is no such thing as a cheat day. We need to remove that from the rule book. You're not cheating if you're enjoying a little bit of sugar or fats. What we want is a life of moderation. So you know fully well that Coke is bad for you. You know fully well that that McDonald's Big Mac had all those calories that you shouldn't have been ingesting. But. On the other hand, we know that we need to exercise frequently, be it several times a week or every day, be it through walking, cycling to work, or just general exercise. Don't take the lift at work or school. Use the stairs. So what we're saying is today, I want you to put a calendar together. Be it in your diary, your work phone, or just something on the wall. Look at how many times you snack and see if you can reduce that down with exercise or better habits. Find a substitute, an apple, a banana, but don't feel like you're cheating. Let's get rid of cheat day. It's very negative. It's very shameful. You know, we we know some people who are on diets and people shame them. Let's stop fat shaming and help one another. If you like fizzy drinks, how about try soda streams or infused water? Give it a Google. This might be your thing. In the news, we've got three national days of wellness. Yay for the podcast. National Fitness Day is Wednesday the 27th of September, so today, loads of gyms are offering discounts either on gym items or gym membership or even supplements and other things that you can use to lose weight. 
for all those who don't have that coin, how about we do something fitness related? I'm thinking we all go for a swim. How about we book in to our local swimming pool and go for a swim for an hour? I would love to know if you get involved with that. So tweet me at Candice Riley and let me know if you went to the swimming bath. That sounds cool, right? Next, number two, National Good Neighbour Day. I wonder how this started. It started a whopping 40 years ago. Yes, President Jimmy Carter started Good Neighbour Day to show the importance of being a good neighbour. Sounds like a good idea. So I'm suggesting we help one another out. You might see that you live near an old lady and she might need help with her shopping. Or you might notice that your neighbour for a long time has been trying to move that crap in front of their house. And you might want to help them out with that. On Thursday the 28th of September is National Good Neighbour Day. And number three, the last national day of the week is National Get Outside Day which is probably bringing us closer to a little bit of fitness and wellness, but I love the idea. So the idea is that a lot of young people aren't getting outside. Many of you may have never been to the seaside, let alone Lloyd's Park or Epping Forest or Hyde Park. So the idea is to get young people outside. Now, if you're not young, but you've never been to the beach or you've never been to Epping Forest, how about give it a go? It's on Sunday, so you don't have work for the majority of us. And you don't have a care in the world because it's going to be sunny. Yes, I've checked the forecast. You don't have an excuse. Get outside. Google it. There's loads of websites offering different things from mountain climbing, might not be so close to you guys in London, rambling if you're on the coast, so for you guys in London you could go down to South End, and there's wall climbing, different gyms and organisations have that, um, there are some walks and nature events for young people who have families such as um, some of the city farms are offering get outside days so have a google see what you can find i think those were three really cool national days happening right under our nose thank you news for highlighting them our message today is when is it too much The topic from our question is the scary figures around child obesity. Almost 60% more children in their last year of primary school are classified as severely obese, figures of 2017. That was shocking for me. Personally, you might not see the obesity on a regular basis when you're walking your child to school or when they step out of the car. For those who use different transportation, you just might not see it. But the fact is that primary school children are not getting a balanced diet from this figure. It's clear that when we go to the shopping mall, 
most kids want to run to the sweetie area. This is something I really want to talk about because I keep seeing it on TV, a very flippant conversation about how many parents under the age of 40 who just give their children whatever they want. We're seeing a lot of shows where they joke about giving their children fatty foods that aren't good for them, that mean their children are going to be obese or have problems with food in the future. And parents say that they can't see the warnings or they don't know. But we know that sweets aren't good for children. We know they shouldn't have too many sweets. So we know what products are sweets. There's a whole aisle designated in the shopping mall to the sweets. I think it's very harmful having a very flippant attitude towards it because it becomes somewhat of a generational thing. As though the whole generation don't know how to eat. They don't know how to know when something's too sugary. They don't know what is fat. When in fact, we did know what is fat. We do know what is not good for our children. We don't have to be spoon-fed this information. Because I can identify it. And I know many people can identify it. But then is it only the parents to fault? Is it schools as well? Not taking responsibility of making sure the meals that they have on offer are balanced. These children have something on offer that is healthy to balance what they're receiving at home. Here's another statistic I found in The Guardian. Last year, 60,000 children at the end of primary school in England and Wales were obese, of whom 22,000 were classed as severely obese. To put this into perspective, most primary schools have 220 to 260 people. Have a think about that. That's an average of five children per class that have an addiction to sugar or an improper diet. A diet that is actually so detrimental to them that they are going to or will be diabetic. We're living in the 21st century. We should be able to get children to enjoy their vegetables and be able to make choices about their diet as well. We need children to be able to tell their parents we don't want those products that they know are harmful to them. Educating their parents that I know that our economic or social position means that we can't go to greengrocers or we can't go to a private butcher's or the fishmonger's, but we can go to Iceland or farm foods or Aldi and we can still purchase stuff that is good for us. Getting your child into the habit where they can vocally say, I want to consume things that are healthy for me, not bad for me. Getting children to the point where they, it is installed in their mind subconsciously that they are not going to feast on things that are bad for them, but rather have them as treats, not as daily consumption. If this is something that really worries you, because the statistics worry me, I feel like there needs to be more conversation about what's going into our children's stomachs. Let me know what you think. Send an email to candysriley at outlook.com. That's K-A-N-N-D-I-S-S-R-I-L-E-Y at outlook.com.
gmail.com i really will look forward to receiving what you think is happening with the children's diets in this country because that those figures are astonishing i didn't know we had such a problem when it comes to feeding our children in this country here's a little roundup of what i've learned today I've learned that there's literally so many national days. Every day of the week, there's a different national day. And I'm going to start looking out for those because they look really interesting. I couldn't live my life by doing a national day every day. But I think the ones I've found for this week, they're smashing. I've got some discounts, so I'm going to look at those. I think the Get Outside Day is really nice family or an oriented idea. And the Good Neighbour one, I feel like we should always be a good neighbour. But the fact there's a day for it, I feel like it's going to give us a little push. Maybe we should have an outdoor picnic with the rest of the crew from our area. Now it's time for today's quote of the day. This is not from my Bible app. It is a Bible quote, but I was sent it and I was like, this is perfect because I feel like that's how I feel right now. So I hope you enjoy it. Job 42.10, the word of God says Job was blessed when he prayed for his friend. I feel like this is the installment of good neighbour, good for yourself with your fitness day, good for your family, get outside. This is about blessing one another and thinking positively about one another and sharing how to think positively for one another. May not be through prayer if you're not a religious person. It might just be through thinking positively about your friend, your family. Now, if you are a religious person but you're not a Christian, you're still praying or you're still community communicating positivity into the world. And I do believe that when we are a lot more positive and we share that positivity with our loved ones, be it our family and our friends, we're then creating a cosmos of positivity. So I'm going to leave you with that. Today, have positive thoughts about your other significant people in your life. Have positive thoughts about yourself. Don't have a humpalicious Wednesday. Have a wonderful Wednesday. WW, yes. I hope you will return to hear more quotes, news, and discussion on wellness. Thank you for listening. Share with a friend. Follow me at Candice Riley, spelled K A N N D I S S R I L E Y, on Instagram and Twitter. See you on Sunday.